to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. He who controls the skies. It's not a very... I don't want to be too long because of um, the time I'm preaching it. I'm preaching it at 02.22 Central African time. He who controls the skies. Now, when we began our 100 minutes of prayer, which I'm told were 120 minutes, um, I don't know, this has been my favorite 100 minutes of prayer. And I, I don't know. It's like, have you ever felt like your capacity has increased? That's how I felt. When we were just beginning the 100 minutes of prayer, um, I went on my knees and God began speaking to me about these things. Now, in case you're here feeling, hey, hey, pastor, you it was easy, me. Don't feel intimidated. Even me, the last hundred minutes of prayer before this one. <laughs> if I wasn't the pastor. <laughs> As in, guys, I prayed, prayed, prayed. Check the time. <laughs> we had only prayed 40 minutes. <laughs> I started calculating 60 more. Double of this plus half of that. Prayed again. 45 minutes. (laughs) So don't be intimidated. But today was a bit different. Today was... Like the moment we started. Ah my goodness. Just felt like... You know why your capacity has increased? And it's just like bring it on. Bring it on. And it kept going and going and going. But when we just started, God spoke to me. Um, I saw us going higher. I just saw us going higher. And God then spoke to me and said, if you control the skies, you win the war. Now, let me explain. From history till now, warfare, now in the physical has always been easier if you can control the sky. Here's what I mean. There's warfare on water where people battle for places on the water 
And usually the major reason why people battle for places on the water is for purposes of trade. Like, right now, it wouldn't affect me who's fighting at the Indian Ocean. But let me tell you how it would. It would if I've ordered goods from China and I want them to reach. Because if somebody can control the waters, then it means they can affect trade, they can affect the sale of oil, they can affect how... Because most uh, equipment is transferred by water. And then there is warfare on land. Warfare on land is mainly about territory. It's about who possesses which territory. But there's only so much a person can do on land. The highest warfare I can say is in the air. And just for general information, these are things that um, just for information, there are different levels of controlling the air. I'm starting with the physical, right? Because Jesus sometimes would use physical things to explain spiritual. There's what is called air parity. You can read on this. This is the lowest level of control. Where a side only holds control of the skies above friendly troop positions. Okay, then there's a favorable air situation where for some time you've got control over the air and because of that you can block the enemy. We've got air superiority. Don't worry if you don't remember this stuff. The one you should remember is the biggest one. This is where you're in a more favorable position in the air. But look at this. There is air supremacy. This is the highest level where you've got complete control of the skies. Now let me explain to you what I mean. Look, if you are standing by that window and somebody else is down and you're throwing stones at each other, Do you know what a stone from there falling down would do to somebody's head? What do I mean? You'd be at an advantage. Just from a place like this one which is not so high, you'd be at an advantage over a person who's lower. Why do you think snipers go on towers? So, you'd be at an advantage because you're at a high place. Now, that's in the physical. Now, why have I stated that? Because Satan, in the spiritual, loves to control the air, the skies. Ephesians 2. And from verse 1. I want you just to see this. Somebody saying, Apostle, how can you be teaching deep slings when I'm sleepy? <laughs> this one sounds like it should be a series, eh? <laughs> so it says, 
And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world. Watch this. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. So Satan is called the prince of the power of the air. Now, if a person can control the air, then they can control biblically. The air, the heavens, determine seasons. It means they can control seasons. It means that the enemy, you find there are certain people who he determines their seasons. He can just do this and say, ah, for the next three years, let them just be sick. For the next years, let this and this happen. Because that's what he controls. It's the air. That's, it's showing rulership. It's showing authority. The Bible calls him the God of this world. And you know what he does from that position? He blinds the minds of unbelievers. Least they should see. But can we continue just with the same chapter? So he's controlling the air, right? And before we're saved, the Bible says we're under the prince of the air. Let's continue. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh. So that foul spirit is the one that causes people to walk in the lust of the flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and mind. And were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Next verse. But God. But God. So if anyone ever comes to you and says, Hey, who knows, maybe some people here you've met at the overnight and you're shocked to see each other. Because <laughs> you can find maybe like last Friday you met somewhere else. And you're like, Nah, <laughs> kwaso. Why, if somebody says, why are you not the one? Reply, but God. <laughs> okay. Say, so, no, look, I was under the prince of the air, but God. Uh, no, some people here, listen, I'm not saying this to make you, I'm just saying, I'm saying this because for some it's a testimony. Did you ever know you would ever spend hours just praying and worshiping? Congratulations. Okay. But God, imagine, if you weren't saved today, where would you have been right now? Doing what? But God. Dylan, I always tell Dylan, saying that energy, I'm glad he's born again. But God, I remember, I think I was in like, uh, <laughs> but God, praise <laughs> God. Look at this. But God, who is rich in mercy, why do you think we don't stop singing for Him? God was rich in mercy. And by the way, if you ever feel condemned, if you ever feel 
a voice telling you, are you not the one who did this, 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 this? The only way to defeat that is actually, because that's a spirit of heaviness. And it says, I'll give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Is to praise God. As in, someday, Satan said, if he tries to bring those thoughts, for you let him become a praise point. Like, didn't you used to do that? Ha, but God. He says, you, weren't you going to, to my places? Nayenda, yenda, If he tries to tell you, ain't you a worldly person? Okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying, let's say, I'm telling you, he, he won't know what to do with you anymore. Like, I try to bring this temptation, this one, praises. I try to bring this, praises, praises. And, and you know God inhabits the praises of his people. So it says, but God, hey, Lord, may we experience all of bad gods in our life. Imagine you were about to make a bad decision. You were about to sign a contract. Maybe they wanted to scam you. But God. (laughs) You know, I can end there and this would be a powerful sermon. But, but no, I'm going yonder. (laughs) But God. I need to preach a sermon one day called But God. But God. Okay, guys, let's continue. But God, no, but who's rich in mercy. Do you know what it means to be rich in mercy? Mercy, it says, like, like a mother has compassion over her child. You know, I, I, I really... You know, this issue of mercy, one of these days remind me we should talk about it. Because when God introduced himself to Moses, Moses, I don't know what Moses was expecting. He was expecting maybe this, maybe he was expecting he'll come and say, I'm the senior judge, I'm this, I'm this. And, and God is, has got all those attributes. But notice the way he chose to reveal himself to Moses. He says, the Lord, the Lord God is merciful and gracious. Slow to anger, abiding in love. How, why do you think Moses could move God? Moses knew the key. God is about to kill all the Israelites. He says, but God. <laughs> Have you ever read it? Moses goes like, and you know, Moses, I, I, I need to meet him. I find him strange. God tells Moses, move out of the way. Let me kill them. Then instead I'll make you a greater nation. Like Moses was literally standing in the way. 
And then Moses said, no. What would they say of you? That you brought them out. Moses wasn't concerned about his own reputation. He was thinking about what would they say about you. And the Bible says God repented of the thought. Wait, you've not read it? My goodness, guys, do we read the Bible? <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> to repent is to change your mind, right? Somebody say glory. glory. Say it one more time. Glory. Say, but God. but God. Exodus 32 verse... We'll come back. Exodus 32. I've been waiting for the day where one day I'll explain what Paul meant when he said, but who has known the mind of God that he may instruct him? And he says, but we have the mind of Christ. Then we have the mind of Christ... I know we use that for exams and stuff, but it's got such... It's got a richer context. I know we love it for our exams, but you know it's got a richer context, except it's one of those which needs a certain level of the fear of the Lord. Like, it's, it's so holy. <laughs> okay. It's so holy. I'll give you an example. There was a meeting I was organizing for. Um, my pastor gave me an assignment to be one of the uh, chief organizers of it. He wanted to make a decision about it. He gave me a call. I remember I was, I was in class. I came out. That was last year. And he says, there's this option number one and there's option number two. What do you advise me? I wanted to. So in short, what? <laughs> no, no, let me tell you. Do you know what you're saying there? In short, you've known my mind. You can advise me. <laughs> we'll go back to Exodus. First Corinthians 2. You know, I, I don't like a situation where people think these things are not in the Bible. Look at, so verse 9 starts, uh, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the mind of a man what God has prepared for his people. It's a challenge if you remain at this level, verse 10. But God, hey, <laughs> but God, <laughs> okay, but God has revealed them to us. So we would have been at a place where no eye has seen. By the way, that but God means that we used to be at a certain place, but there's something God has done about it. Quickly, this is just a bit of Bible knowledge. Should I show you the place we're at? Okay. <laughs> Somebody say, but God. Let me show you the place we were at. We were at Isaiah 55 verse 8. So someone would say, you guys, you're overdoing it. Don't you know that God's thoughts are not your thoughts and his ways are not your ways? Because this is where we were. We were at Isaiah 55 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, 
No, are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Next verse. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. If this is where you end, there's a problem. Now, some of us experienced, but God. <laughs> now think about it. But God. It's like, if, if, give me Isaiah 59, verse 1 to 2. There was a time I would wake up every morning knowing that I've been separated from God. I don't know what sins I used to think I'll commit as I sleep. So I would know that ish, now I'm separated. I need to do something about it. Because it says, Behold, the, hand, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. Next verse. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, that he will not hear. Be oh no. Little did I know that bad God. So when you read in Ephesians, notice he starts by describing who we were and what we were under. Then there's the but God, and then he starts describing where we are at now. So that's how you study the Bible. You wanted the verse from Exodus, right? Exodus 32 verse 14, KJV. So the Lord, KJV. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. Changed his mind about dealing with them. So 1 Corinthians 2. I just want to show you this. okay? So verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. His spirit searches all things. Yes, even the deep things of God. And then it says, For which, which man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Next verse. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Earlier on it said, which man, no man knows the things of God. Then we're now told we've received the spirit that we might know the things of God. Next verse, watch this. Which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. That's why we've got spiritual languages that we speak. Do you know what happens when you're praying in tongues? Next verse. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Uh -huh. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Spiritual man judges, but he's not judged. Interesting, eh? Next verse. For who hath known, watch this, who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Like I said, that's one for another day. But what I can tell you is that when he invites you into his knowledge, You come to a place where he can say, Adam, I've made these animals. What do you think their names should be? And then he'll go on to say, and the names which Adam called them, those were their names. Parents don't usually want to give birth to robots, do they? 
And of course, when somebody is young, you may not go with their opinion, but when they mature to a place of a son, the parent can actually ask, what do you think we should do with this project? Ephesians 2. Let's... <laughs> Imagine God asking, what do you think we should do with Osaka? Because he loves to involve us. Trust me, he loves to involve us. Anyways. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us. Next verse. This is what he did. Remember, with, remember the Bible says we are under the prince of the air. Same chapter. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. It says, by grace you have been saved. Now look at the next verse. And remember skies, eh? And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, watch this. Earlier on, we were told that we were under the prince of the air. Four verses later, we are shown what God has done for us. He's raised us. That's the, those are very deliberate words. And then he's made us sit, not in the air, but in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, what am I trying to say? It means that the air can control those on earth. But then there are some who are seated in heavenly places. They are seated beyond. It's, it's far. We are told we are seated where Christ Jesus is, right? So you know where Christ Jesus is? Ephesians 1, verse 20. What does it say? Ephesians 1, 20. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand where in the heavenly places. Let's go on. Far above. Not slightly. Not nearly. Not like from here to down. Far above. You know what happens when you're far above? If you're in space and you throw a rock on earth, it's a meteorite. If it's big enough, it can become an asteroid. <laughs> and it will reach us fire. You know that. It will reach us fire. If it's strong enough and it actually reaches, it will reach us a fire. If it can go beyond the layers and the like, it reaches us fire. Then it reaches a stone. Far above all principality, not some principalities, not a few of them, and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also that which is to come. And then we are seated in heavenly places. He has made us to sit in heavenly places. Ladies and gentlemen, authority may... It's not always... Let me give you an example of authority. Let me give you an example of authority. Um... I'm trying to see what example I can use, but I'll give it to you.
I have leaders in different structures. Okay? So you may be here for the first time and may not know who's a leader, who isn't. But there are certain things about your COL experience that can be determined by them without you knowing. Okay. How many of you here, uh, you partnered either in January or March, and this week you received a message about your partnership? You received a text message about your partnership, right? It means... Um, Johanna, you're the one who was helping me with that, right? Johanna, come. No, let me, let me use Johanna's example. Come through. Get a mic. Get a mic. So Johanna was the one who was helping me with that. We call her DJ. Try to sing. That's when we we'll know if we can hear you. Hello, can everybody hear me? Okay, now I just want to show you guys something about this authority thing because sometimes we wait for something flamboyant. We think when we get born again, it will be like the way it was when Spider-Man, like, like a spider hit and you go, ta, 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 ta. I have authority. Okay, DJ, when did you first come to COL? 2017. Yeah, when you used to come and disappear and then come back and then like, I still remember. Yes. And then you first gave me a call, 2018, somewhere there, right? And from that point, we started talking. Yes, Pastor. So at that point, you came into fellowship. Yes, Pastor. At that point, now she could have access. She could give me a call. She could send a message. It means she was brought into the realm of fellowship. If that's all she knew, which is fellowship, you would have just ended there. But you would have never received the message which came... The, the message which everybody received recently, she was the one behind that. That would have never happened. Would have just been in the realms of fellowship. Hold on. One day we appointed you as a deacon, right? As a deaconess. The moment I appointed her, it meant there was now a seat of authority she had. The day you were appointed as a deaconess, did your clothes at home change? Did your height change? Did you suddenly have more airtime in your phone? But there's an authority she was brought to. Which once she was brought to it, it meant that now there are certain decisions that if I want to make them, she's among the committee I consult. So you may not know, you may be seeing me. But some of the decisions I've made, the team that's with me, had authority to speak with me and we could talk about it. Let me go a bit further in that regard. It also means there's a way she can represent COL that somebody else may not have the authority to. 
there's that item we're doing where we're going to a certain place, right? You're the one who's in touch with them. It means as she's speaking, COL is speaking. Because she's been brought to the seat of authority. So initially when she came, she was brought to fellowship. And she's now also been brought to the seat of authority. Now, final question. When you first became a deaconess, were you one minute in already saying, this decision, this decision, or you were a bit shy? I was a bit shy. So the authority you had then is still the same authority you have now. You were just shy. Take a seat. You know what I'm trying to say? Give a hand. Now, here's what I'm trying to say. And those who work with me, you know that for me, if you don't volunteer, it's very difficult. Like you need to say me, me, me. Now, many of us have learned the fellowship side of God, but have very little revelation of the seat of authority he's brought us to. That is why we allow our mouth to say all sorts of untrained things. That mouth of yours with that authority should say, we are doomed. Ha! That mouth of yours, in your family, you should be the one saying, yeah, okay, but we are not going to go anywhere in this family. Do you know the authority you've been brought to? So, many of us are waiting for like this fancy thing to happen. But I'm telling you, it's been announced in the scriptures that when you are saved, you were brought to that place and seated in heavenly places. And guess what? Remember when I was given the different levels of controlling the air? That's the highest level. Then, supremacy. Now, how do you actualize this? A few things. Number one, you need a revelation about it. You need a revelation. Number two, practice praying in other times a lot. We are told in Jude verse 20, give it to me from the Amplified. Jude verse 20. The Bible tells us, but you beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, and we're told rising higher and higher like an edifice. Jude 20. That's all I want. So here you are. You've received the revelation on authority, right? Then imagine you keep your mind focused on it and, med- and you meditate on it. 
and then you're going to your secret place and, and deliberately pray in tongues. What are you doing to yourself? You're now speaking spiritual things, comparing spiritual to spiritual. You're speaking the wisdom of God in a mystery. Another thing you must do is increase your spiritual momentum through prolonged sessions of prayer. So like today when we've prayed 100 minutes, you'll find that your capacity How many people here drive? Okay, you've driven before. Okay, you've ridden a bike? A bike at least, guys. Have you noticed that with a car or with a bike, the more you interact with it, the more authority you seem to have. It's like same feet, same hands, same mind. But there's a way you must interact with that car. And the more you drive, the better you get at it, the more skillful you become. So you find the authority you had then is the same one you have now. But you've just, maybe somebody has just not learned to interact with it. When is the last time you addressed a situation and said, in the name of Jesus, I address this situation in this neighborhood? It's too much of ABCD. I address it in Jesus' name. You know what you're doing? You're learning to exercise it. And the more you exercise it, the easier it becomes. I remember the time I was at Unza. And. There was one night I had a dream. And I dreamt that there was a certain spot at Onza where there was some spiritual activity that was taking place. Some negative spiritual activity. Later that day, I'm about to go home and somebody tells me that there's someone who had fainted this other side. So they were surrounded by a huge group of people. And I'm the student they called because they knew it was spiritual. We went and dealt with that issue. We carried, we went aside, we dealt with that issue. And then I, I, I began to realize that I began to gain a mastery. I can tell you story after story after story. But all I can tell you is that when things were rough, I'm one of the people they used to call. Somebody finds charms on their door or something at once. I'm the one they'll call and I'll be so excited. Because there was a mastery we learned to gain. We began to gain. But would constantly spend time praying over the school. Constantly spend time praying. So the spiritual momentum was building and we're exercising that authority. Ladies and gentlemen, God told me to tell you today that you have rulership over the skies. You're not under the prince of the power of the air because you're seated in heavenly places. So stop permitting it. Notice it says, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind shall be bound. Whatever you lose shall be loose. So whatever you just watch, we'll just continue. If you just watch it, heaven will watch it. Learn to arrest certain things and learn to lose certain things. I have much more to say. 
But for today, let's end here. How many have been blessed? Today you've exercised your spiritual discipline. Eh? You've listened to a deep sermon at 03. So let me pray for you. I want you to stand to your feet. I have come to say thank you, Lord. Take all the praise. Take all the praise. Yay, yay, yay. Okay, say after me. Say, in the name of Jesus, I speak as a son of God, declaring that I have authority over devils. I have authority over Satan. I have authority over the air. I have authority over sickness. I have authority over nature. I have authority over systems. Say in the name of Jesus. This authority has free course in me. Say in the name of Jesus. I have the shield of faith. Lift up your hands. I'm at the peak of the unction right now. Be blessed. Be blessed in all you do. Be blessed. You've sacrificed this time to come and pray. I speak as a man of God. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed in your mind. Blessed in your heart. Be blessed. 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 Bless, bless, bless. Be blessed. Be blessed. Enjoy the best of God. Enjoy the blessing. Amen. Say amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. Like just be blessed. In everything you do, be blessed. Your feet are blessed. Your eyes are blessed. Your mind is blessed. Your hands are blessed. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you. May you experience His goodness and His mercies. Just be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed, bless, 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 bless. We can give our offerings. Don't mind me. I just don't want to go back with anything. Bless, 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 bless. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. blessed. If you're going in, be blessed. If you're going out, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Bless, 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 bless. Bless. 
bless, 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 bless. You are blessed and you're going in. Give it to Deuteronomy 28 quickly. Deuteronomy 28. You are blessed and you're going in. You are blessed and you're going out. The fruit of your womb is blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. As we're ending, can I just speak this blessing over you? I just sense. So, <laughs> this blessing supersedes any curse. Some of us have just been needing a blessing. Eh? Just that favor. That unction that will favor you. Deuteronomy 28. Go to verse 2. Okay. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you hear the voice of the Lord your God. I speak it in the name of Jesus. Uh -huh. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. The fruit of your body is blessed. Now when we mention ground, beasts and the like, those are your projects. Those are your businesses. Those are... The fruit of your body is blessed. The fruit of your ground is blessed. The fruit of your beasts, the increase of your cattle, and the young of your flock. Your projects are blessed. Your basket is blessed. Your needing trough is blessed. You're blessed when you come in. You're blessed when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. They come, they come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord shall command a blessing upon you, your storehouse, and in all that you undertake, any project that you do. And you are blessed in the land which the Lord has given you. May you be blessed with land. You are blessed with properties. Yes. The Lord is establishing you as his people. Holy to himself. You are holy unto the Lord. You are holy unto the Lord. Give me the next verse. Next verse. Please. The Lord is... You are blessed with a surplus of prosperity. You are blessed with the fruit of your body. Your livestock. Your ground. In Jesus' name. Next verse. The Lord has opened to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season. And the Lord blesses the works of your hands. You shall lend to many but borrow from none. You are blessed. Now you are blessed. 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 That extra favor you needed. That extra push you needed. You are blessed. You have favor before man. You have favor before God. I said you are blessed. That extra money you needed. 
that extra you are blessed that vision you needed that encounter you needed that touch from god you needed you are blessed I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordzambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.